Look at the chin on that man. I'm Jackie. War. War never changes. Except that one time when we had a man off instead. I'm Justin. No bang, no whimper. Instead, this shit. I'm Sam, and this is the final sanction on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Sticker Madness, a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the show, we got another David A. Pryor masterpiece from 1990, starring Ted Pryor, uh, Robert Zadar, and Bill Smith in the final sanction, currently streaming on Amazon Prime and probably a thousand other places, but it's all on Prime. So, uh, Hello to Jackie. Uh, is this the first time you saw Final Sanction? Yes. Okay. Is this the first time you've really got a good look at the the, the Zadarchin? Uh, no, because he was in that cop movie, yeah, Maniac Sam- Cop. Uh, Maniac Cop and Samurai Cop. We've watched both of those. Um, but uh, this is probably the most chiniest, I think, though. Ni- 1990s chin is when he got stung by all the bees in his face. <laughs> I guess. Well, this was just before he started eating all the hamburgers. Oh, okay. Before he got, before the rest of his face caught up to his mouth. Sure. Okay. Yeah, he was, this is peak physical condition for Zadar, as far as I'm concerned. Or as far as I know, anyway. Sure. Uh, well, should we just uh, have you give us what you know, Sam? Start your boring bullshit now? Why not? There's okay. like two sentences because yep. there's not much to know about David A. Pryor films other than they're David A. Pryor films. Uh, Renee Klein, the actress who you will look at and go, you know what? I bet she makes a good casserole. <laughs> She's pretty much only in David A. Pryor films from this year. Okay. She did, uh, she had a couple extra spots and then she did something for like in the heat of the night. But in 1990, this is when AIP is really heating things up, so to speak. Uh huh. Yeah. Or cooling things off. Well, I would say it's hot. <laughs> in 87, David O'Prior did three movies 88 and 89, he did four apiece. In 1990, he did five movies. Wow. Yeah, and she's in four of them. Uh, what, can you tell me what those f- uh, five movies are besides Final Sanction? The Lost Platoon. Okay, we saw that. with uh, Futures. Isn't yeah. that with Fritz Matthews and Ted Pryor, where Ted Pryor's uh, an escape nut job? And... Yep. Okay, yep. Uh, Future Zone with David Carradine, which we haven't seen, I don't think. I have seen Future Zone. I have not. Invasion Force, which is that one that we watched that has Renee Klein in one of the leads, and it's the like movie people are in the woods and yes. then they get they have to turn into a fighting force basically. Right. I remember that was a good time. 
Yeah. Uh, the Final Sanction, uh-huh. and then Lock and Load, also starring Renee Klein. Okay. Who's, who else is in Lock and Load? Is Ted in that one? Nope. Nobody you've heard of other than Renee Klein, and you really haven't heard of her. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. I certainly prefer David A. Pryor movies that uh, have his brother in it. But uh, what, el- what else you got? Anything uh, fun? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's it. The, All right. Like, well, we just lost five all the Five movies is, yeah, five movies is a lot for one year, it though. Is. Uh, I don't think he spent very much time on this one because, boy, is it poorly thought out. It was also shot in uh, Mobile, where all the other films are. I thought they might have gone someplace for this one, but no, they just went into the backyard again. Uh, yeah, I mean, when they go into the there's the, the government, like they're supposed to be in the Pentagon or something, uh-huh. and there's like a pioneer mural on the wall. It's obviously a grade school. Right. <laughs> Um, I also like that, uh, I, some of the locations where Zadar and Pryor are hunting each other are, seem very familiar, uh, to a certain movie that was also filmed in their backyard, uh, Deadly Prey. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, let's just do that again, guys. Let's just, you know, we'll have a barbecue afterwards. Is Fritz coming over? No, Fritz is not coming over. God damn it. Why can't we get Fritz in here instead of Robert Zadar? Maybe Robert Zadar and Fritz Matthews are actually like the same type of guy to hang out with. Like they're both good at fake fighting and, uh, you know, good for a barbecue afterwards. Seems like it. Yeah. With Chen like that, you think you'd be able to take a few, huh? <laughs> uh, we'll get into that. Uh, Jackie, you got any uh, final thoughts before we dive into this thing? It was really hard to watch. Zadar get hit in the face. Right. Because you really didn't want his face to get any more puffy. <laughs> Swollen. <laughs> it looked it looked like he had a bee sting. Yeah, no, he looks like he's allergic to bees and he blew blew up. And it's kind of weird because his skin almost looks like plastic. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really move. But then when he smiles, it's like, oh my God, his face does move. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's it's I because it said he says he has a disease or something, right? Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. That it's uh, thing right it's not that he went in said bigger 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 more cheekbones more chin bigger bigger and the guy just like holds shift in the keyboard and, <laughs> whoop, and uh he gets the plastic surgery and goes now i'm beautiful walks out and people are like oh my god <laughs> i wonder if it's like giganticism or something you know that's what he it says is it something like that on his face but only his face Completely uniform in a way that looks like plastic surgery that was just not a botched attempt. I think whoever did that did a fine job making his face too big. Right. <laughs> it just looked to me like he had a bunch of fillers, especially in his lips. Fillers. And that's where they put uh, Botox and... Um, collagen. Uh, collagen injections into your lips and into your face to make your face look fuller. Oh, they give you the old Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But make these lips bigger, please. Why don't they just put collagen in boobs? Why, why, why wouldn't that work? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. <laughs> because is... everyone that goes in for a boob job does what Robert Zadar did to his face to their boobs. Yeah. Yeah. You just like, have... oh, we could do something subtle that would just make them shapely air a little bit bigger. I'm like, nope. I want a couple rocket ships on my chest, please. <laughs> I want my breasts to have weird chins, please. Yeah. <laughs> this one needs a different time zone than this one. Thanks. <laughs> 
That's how you make him look natural. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into the final sanction. Uh, it starts out. We've we've gone to DefCon Five, guys. Uh, sort of. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what the fuck happens in this movie half the time because the dialogue is very poorly delivered and none of it really makes sense because it doesn't line up with the shot. But I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to estimate what happens at the beginning here. Wait. I want to talk about the joke. Oh my god. Oh, oh the stealth bomber jacket? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Oh, I did not. And I, then the guy was like, shut up, Steve. That was dumb, Steve. That was a dumb joke. <laughs> He's just annoyed because you know that Steve tells those kind of jokes every fucking day at work. Yeah. Uh they get these two missile techs get notification that uh the World War Three's happening and that they need to launch the missiles. Now we get a bunch of archival footage here of missiles being launched, missiles being exploded. Uh, one of them detonates over what appears to be Houston. And then another one detonates along the side of the highway where it already seems like it's post-apocalyptic. There's a bunch of burned up cars and then a bomb detonates. And then we get news. Uh, the, the bombs have been shot at the Russians and the Russians have been shooting at the USA but it's all military stuff, so everybody's okay. But maybe we're going to blow up cities next time. Back to you in the office, Jan. <laughs> yeah. doesn't make sense because they blew up Houston. And everybody's like, well, geez, we're on the brink of fucking war. Houston was a shithole anyway. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Look at all those cockroaches. They're still jiving. That was a different movie. The giant mutated nuclear cockroaches was definitely not in the final sanction. <laughs> Could have been. It is Houston. Houston's really nice. Why are we throwing Houston under the bus? What is when is when since when? I thought Houston was like cool now. I don't know. I just thought that the what four of the ten biggest cities in the U.S. and worst crime rates in the U.S. are all in Texas, and Houston's one of them. Oh fuck! I thought it was like Austin. I heard they no, have a Austin lot of stabbings is, there. Austin is supposed to be the nice spot of Texas, and I just know two people that have recently went there. They're like, uh-uh, maybe that's nice for Texas. I'm not going back to Texas. Wow, shit. Okay, well, we don't have a lot of listeners in Texas, so <laughs> I guess, you know, they they can be like Des Moines. We can start making fun of Texas and lay off Des Moines for a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This month on uh, this month on Stinker Madness, eat shit, Houston, all month. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Houston. We have no room to talk. We live in Idaho, and it sucks. Um, don't move here. So I'm. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, Jackie made an astute point that during all this news, we've got a lot of shots of concerned faces in the U.S., and they're all young and beautiful and. Strong and then cut to Russia where everybody's old as shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't even have a TV there. They're just standing outside listening to a loudspeaker. Right. Because they're poor. Mm hmm. And, and old. And old. Yeah, they're very old. So we don't need to feel very bad about blowing up the Russians because it's just a bunch of old people, anyways, right? David A. Pryor. I mean, I, I can't think of anything else that he's trying to do here with this shot other than being like, see, we're cool. They suck. <laughs> uh huh. Don't go to Russia. It's boring and full of old people. They don't have TVs. 
then and if they did have TVs, the TV would be stupid. <laughs> so then I think the US and the Russians have a meeting where everybody has a blind vote to reach an agreement. I can only assume that the agreement that they reach is the proceedings for what's about to happen, This the final sanction. Is yes. that what we're getting here? Uh, that's what it looks like. It looks like that we've gone into a silent ballot. One that is long as fuck. Right? <laughs> like, it's like three minutes of people just putting pieces of paper into this fucking chalice. Yeah, it's like, it's like James Nguyen directed this scene and made sure that we saw the cars drive off and park. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the result of the secret uh, ballot is we, sh- we shall decide the fate of the earth in single combat. Right. You know what I thought was great was that it was a secret ballot, but everybody has to handwrite shit. And, you know, there's one guy in there, Gary, uh-huh. who wrote something down like, I don't know, just let him do it. Yeah. And they're like, Gary, this isn't a real fucking <laughs> suggestion, you dick. <laughs> Also, can I have more coffee, please? And we can tell it's your handwriting, Gary, so don't fucking deny it. (laughs) What happened is, is that they, at the very beginning, before they passed out the pieces of paper, he goes, all right, we're voting on whether or not we're going to decide this with single combat. Go ahead. And then most people don't know if there's an alternative or what's going on. So they, half of the votes are, I guess so. Other than half is like, what does yes mean? (laughs) I don't know. And then he tabulates the votes by going, I guess I wasn't very specific. Single combat it is. My favorite was also that I thought this was supposed to be like the UN. Uh-huh. And there's only American and Russian flags on the table. Well, that's because it's the meeting between the US and the Russians. They're coming to an accord, an agreement. I bet Gary's from Russia. <laughs> he probably doesn't even have a TV. Uh so, if he does, it just plays Lawrence Welk all fucking day long. Right. Only in <laughs> Russian. <laughs> and the one, the, and the Tua. Um, so, Nate, we now get introduced to our man, uh, Ted A. Pryor. Uh, or actually, just Ted Pryor. He's uh, he's up to his old fighting ways. He's at Fort Leavenworth, uh, the prison, I guess. The military prison that's outside sure. Fort Leavenworth that may or may not exist. Uh, and he's... One tough guy, beating up some dudes. Everybody's got money on it, and uh, he jumps on a guy's back and starts beating him like an angry gorilla, like in the ear. Yeah, it was the most awesome move I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it is the move that I fantasize about if I ever get into a bar fight: is jumping on somebody's back and just beating them with my fists because they can't the get you of off. The neck. What? Oh, no. If somebody jumps on my back, I'd beat them off. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, <laughs> oh, then they'd be you guys would be stuck together. Because it would be sticky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, now I get it. Okay. Now it'd be now it's funny. Still not funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he wins, uh, he beats this guy up, but the guy takes a cheap shot at him, sucker punches him while he's not looking, and knocks him out. He wakes up on a gurney, and uh, he's like, what the fuck, no, son of a bitch, I'm not supposed to be here, you're not supposed to be doing this to me, let me go. 
So that's what the Russians have this guy that's ultimately trained. He's going to later withstand level 10, whatever the fuck that is. Uh And we're going to take a guy that just got beat up. Right? (laughs) Seems like a good idea. And put a radio in his head. I thought that they were going to genetically modify him to make him an, an ultra soldier. It's the the editing is so bad right here because we cut from Ted getting knocked out with gas to a from the ground boots pan up of Robert Sadar, implying that Ted Pryor came out of surgery and became Robert Sadar. <laughs> then somebody was like, you put too much face on him. Yeah. <laughs> Tone down the face, God. And this is where it gets fucking awesome. Oh my! God. Because he is slow walking through an abandoned warehouse, and these targets are popping up uh-huh. on the side of like pillar pillars, Pil- pillars, 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 Pil- 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 pillars. <laughs> I can't say it right. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, and he he uh has some weapons. <laughs> and at first, you're no, like, he actually doesn't. Is have that weapons. a fucking <laughs> folding shovel? And it takes you like. After two targets, you're like, yep, that's a folding shovel. I want one of those for my camper. Right. And I'm wondering, do they just throw them away afterwards? Because I, I would like to have one. I don't think they're used for weaponry, though. <laughs> but I guess if you go anywhere that Russia fights and they send these guys, you're going to be able to get a free uh, compact shovel, foldable shovel, because they just, you know, they're not going to pull them out of the dead bodies. So you just walk along mm-hmm. after a fight and be like, yes, foldable shovels. I'm selling these on eBay. I just don't understand how a person could do worse than selecting, like, the Americans just selected a guy (laughs) who just got beat up, and the Russians are like, oh, we'll do you one better. Our guy fights with shovels. (laughs) Maybe maybe it's like that old saying, like, if, if you went to war with China and they all had brooms and we had our weaponry, we'd still lose because there's that many of them. Maybe it's the uh-huh. same with Russia. You know, you give them shovels and they'll win. They got so many of them. They got them on a discount. Yeah, Costco. Yeah, and they were like, well, I guess this is the new special forces. Would uh, would Russia's Costco actually be called Bosco? Or Moscow? Isn't it's Bosco's called Moscow. Bosco's a delicious <laughs> chocolate drink. <laughs> Bosco. Uh, or maybe... They're very environmentally minded. So, you know, war's a very uh, burny affair. There's always fire whenever there's war. So, you know, they just put out the fires with their shovels after they kill guys. You know, they want to keep but things nice. They have crack teams of paratroopers that once the commandos are done making war, they clean up everyone's dog poop. <laughs> We just fought this war for nothing. Oh, yeah. I think it's pretty nice here now. There's bodies everywhere, but no poop. (laughs) Later, we're going to find out that he only brings X amount of shovels with him. But in this first scene, you're wondering, well, how many shovels does he have and where does he keep them? So I imagine he just like wanders around pulling a radio flyer wagon full of these shovels. (laughs) (laughs) It does seem like he has unlimited ammo of foldable shovels. It's so weird. Um, speaking of weird, William Smith is there watching him. I guess he's his CEO. And, you know, here's another problem with this movie and what the fuck is going on. 
I can't understand a goddamn word William says in this entire fucking movie. <laughs> no. In one of the rollerblade movies, it's the same way. You're like, okay, I don't know what he's saying. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, the problem is he's doing a Russian accent poorly because he's William Smith. But then he's William Smith and he's got a very uncomprehensible voice to begin with because it's just, just the most gravelly of gravel voices. So he's probably saying important stuff, but I got no fucking idea. No, and I can't tell when he's speaking Russian or when he's speaking English. Right? This is true. And if you're going to speak Russian while being a Russian, you probably shouldn't switch back to be speaking English. Like, you're you're either going to speak Russian or you're going to speak English in this movie. Don't do both. Like, come on. I also like that he's a crack scientist. Oh, he is? Yeah, because he, he uh, attaches Sidaris. Sidaris. Uh, what's his name? Sidar. Sidar. Uh, up to a bunch of electnoids. Electnoids. Yeah, you're doing a good electrodes. Today. Yeah, and mind fucks him. Right. Why a guy in a business suit stands there and asks questions. Who is this guy? Yeah, that was my <laughs> next question. Who is this guy? Was he just there sh- selling more shovels, and he just happened upon this training facility? Yeah. What are you guys doing with all these shovels? Well, come on, I'll show you. He's. It's like he's employed by William Smith. To be impressed about <laughs> William Smith. Because that's all he does. Is he walks up, he's like, what are you doing here? I am putting him to level 10. Uh, but hasn't, no one has ever survived level 10. No, no, what he has. Like, oh, that's impressive. And then later the same thing, like, oh my, you're doing a good job here. Right. Is that, he's just a yes man? Yeah, he's just a yes man. They need those. I also want to know why this training exercise was important to prove that the guy had self-preservation. Right. Because most people do. When somebody puts an old person in front of me, my first thought is, yeah, go ahead and shoot them. I'm not going to shoot myself. I haven't lived as much life as them. And your, it's only fair. Your 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 actual first uh, thought is, hey, an old person, I'm. I, let's push them down. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. Because you're Jackie. <laughs> if you're not going to push them down first, I'm not interested. <laughs> let's, let's make this joke serious. Take their life alert bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? Yeah. Did you notice that his mom... Can't figure out whether it's Sergi, right. Sergi, or Sergi, right. but not Sergey at any point. She calls him everything but Sergey. <laughs> like I've seen some blowing it in my days by dinner theater folks, but she is fucking taking the cake. Oh, she was bad, real bad. Um, yeah, they they threaten like kill yourself, kill yourself, do it. That's an order. I'm gonna shoot your dad. Oh, he still didn't kill himself. I'm going to shoot your mom. You still didn't kill yourself. And that's level 10 that nobody's passed. What? How do you fail level 10? You shoot yourself in the fucking head. Well, then that's stupid. Why even have that test? What does that show? I don't know. This guy won't follow orders. He doesn't have good self-esteem. He fights with shovels. What do you want from him? (laughs) (laughs) He's been chosen by the entire country of Russia to represent them. In essentially a tournament fight. Like, what the fuck is this? You know, and what the fuck that they they didn't capitalize on this? Because really, they could have made so much money for both countries on the side. Have they just opened betting? Right, right. Like the running man and let you watch it on live TV. No kidding. Good call. 
And then you could have. the ratings would be too high and you'd have to have a nuclear war every year. <laughs> oh, that's true. And then it would eventually get into, uh, you know, you'd have to phone people. You know, you'd have to, they'd phone in and they'd have comments and questions and internet chatting about it. And then there'd be a party at somebody's house with mm-hmm. excellent cheese dip. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds okay. Yeah, it'd be like the Super Bowl. You yep. got a disagreement between two countries? Gladiator style. We, could, we couldn't get Richard Dawson anymore because he's dead, so we'd have to get Alex Trebek. Um, yeah. No, I think it would be better if it wasn't like this, if it was more like you had protective headgear, but then we're blindfolded, mm-hmm. and then Nerf bats and exposed testicles. <laughs> <laughs> so Last man standing. It's like it's like uh, genital pinatas. Yes. That's how the fate of the world is decided. I I think that's a great idea, Sam. (laughs) But you know that somebody's going to be a dirty cheater and shove a baseball, a Nerf baseball bat up somebody's buns. Of course you were going to say that. And they're going to be like, ah, Gaddafi. And then they'd be like, that's cheating. (laughs) The other guy would be like, that's cheating, man. The only rule is there are no rules. (laughs) I've got some logistical questions about uh, a Nerf bat going into somebody's butt, Jackie. (laughs) I don't know. I read a dream novel that you could get some stuff up a butt. Yeah. Yeah, You can get stuff up butts. Probably not a Nerf bat. I don't think it's squishy, isn't it? Yeah. No. How big do you think buttholes are? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Like, I have a hard time getting the poop out. I couldn't imagine a Nerf bat being able to go in there. All right, listeners, if you think well, that I... you can get a Nerf bat up your butt, <laughs> please email us at stinkermadness.com. No pictures. Don't please. do that because there's going to be like th- direct links to 4chan, and it's probably already happened 30 <laughs> times. <laughs> They're like physical proof. Okay, all right. Uh, so Ted Pryor wakes up. He's got a stitch in his side. I don't know what they did there. Uh, That's and... where they put in the radio. No, they had to put the radio in his brain. How does you the get... tracker is in his side? I don't understand why he's been surgered. He's got. She's right. That's what the movie tells us. That that's where the tracker's at is in his rib cage. Or yeah, the, the... or whatever she implanted. Like I'm in your head. Actually, no, I'm in your rib. Right. But you can still hear me talking to your lungs right now, buddy. Oh, it is gross in here. It is really gross inside of a body. I didn't think it was going to be this grody, but man, wow. Huh. Ick. Can you shove it? I know inner space makes it seem so glamorous. Right. <laughs> so he's like, fuck you, lady. What are you doing in my head? Uh, she's like, you're. I'm your commanding officer now, and you have to do what I say. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. I'm not even in the army. And she's like, oh, yeah, you are. He's like, I'm not doing anything you tell me. And so she zaps him. So she can also like. Give him a migraine. Give him a a headache. Is that? Yeah. yeah. This is also right when I realized because Ted's landed on thick when he's on the gurney. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in this scene, I realized that this is a very, very short script. They're having to fill everything. And David's like, Ted, I need you to just. Make it up as you go, buddy. (laughs) Give me all of the acting gold right now. And he's delivering what he thinks is acting gold. It's special, but it's not gold. (laughs) I never realized that he was so hairy. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a hairy chested dude because he's not very hairy in Deadly Prey, which means that he got the old razor out for that. It was sexy. Or maybe 
maybe he did like some sort of biological mind move where he had he knew he had to have a mullet so he just willed his chest hair to recede back up into his mullet maybe he cut his pubes for a month and then sprayed himself with spray on glue and then just threw pubes at it <laughs> oh god it's like the funniest thing i think i'd ever imagined in my head I'm going to do it once. I'm going to just shave my pubes, have chest hair for half of a day. Because I know when I show up at the barbecue with my shirt open, most of the pubes are just going to blow off onto the food. (laughs) No cheese dip for you. You just stay away from it. Is this paprika? Certainly not. Oh, man. You can't go swimming either. (laughs) No. You clog up the drain. Kids are just like sneezing, like, just got hit in the face, a little tuft of pubes. (laughs) Can't tell. You also cannot stand too close to the fire. They just smell like burnt hair and formaldehyde from the glue. (laughs) Yeah. No, so you just like use Aquanet to try to stick it there. So you're flammable, that's coming off, it's all of the bad stuff. So dumb. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard at this. You're thinking of all these things in your head and you're kind of just imagining it happening. Just, I mean, you know, we talk about a lot of this podcast is pretty much toilet, hu- toilet humor hour. Uh, we've really stared clear of pubes for a long time. And now we've just got full pubes. <laughs> And now pubes have burst from the closet, writing a rainbow, writing a unicorn down a rainbow. (laughs) Okay. All right. Oh, boy. Let's see if we can move on from pubes. Um, All right. So he eventually, Ted, negotiates a pardon for his court-martialing, which we find out later. He was accused of killing four of his own men and trying to assassinate the Secretary of State. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's the short of it. The long of it is the scene that this is explained in. Boy, <laughs> these people are long-winded. If they're just pausing too much between their... Oh, it's ridiculous. And it's such a really bad, the worst sort of exposition. Two people in a room telling you what's happening in the movie. Right. Yeah, so the man who is going to represent us in the final sanction to prevent nuclear war is a guy who is in prison for trying to assassinate the Secretary of State. Obviously, that might raise some eyebrows, uh, and it does, at least. There's a uh, the senator, a senator, whatever his name is, is like, why this guy? What yeah, the fuck, it, man? It says here at the bottom, he just got beat up. Right. (laughs) Like 10 minutes before they picked him for this, he was getting beat up by another guy. Uh, So sure enough, he gets his pardon. Uh, It's time to train up and get briefed. And uh, Robert Zadar gets briefed by computers like he's in the fucking Matrix. Uh, Whoa, I know Kung Fu. Uh, And Ted is getting a lecture from some guy he hates. <laughs> yeah. 
Who's a dick? Who's a dick? I like that Robert Zadar's like his uh, visual training. Uh-huh. Like he's got a photographic memory. He's going to remember all of this. It's one gun and a map. Right. And it's not even a map. It's just like a unlabeled terrain map of nowhere. Like, yeah. oh boy, he's got all the info he needs now. What info? None. None. But he knows how to take apart this gun that he's looked at. It probably isn't even the same gun he brings with him. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, <coughs> Batanko. Bata- Dead Pryor. Right, whatever. His um, name. He's got a list of weapons that he wants, uh-huh. including a roll of quarters. Including a roll of, what's the quarters for? Laundry. Yeah. United Nations are none of your fucking business, asswipe. <laughs> yeah. How about you just go get me this shit? And quit lecturing me on these stupid ass maps. You know what, buddy? I'll tell you what it is. It's a fucking square of woods and some abandoned buildings. And you want me to go kill another guy. It's not fucking rocket scientists. Okay? I'm sure that you've got, you know, it banded off so we know where the the no zone is. The you no have zone. to stay in within the police taped line. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, uh, you know, it, it's only like... Two football fields, fucker. Like, I'm not going to get lost. <laughs> now, go get me some guns and some quarters, butthole. I like yeah. the, I like his doodle that he was doing while making, while he was getting briefed. It's a the globe, and it's got a for sale sign on the United States. It's like, wow, man, Ted, that's some that's pretty heavy political shit right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was listening to Megadeth before he walked in. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um. Yeah, maybe that's pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. I like it. And that is one of. I mean, that artwork was on one of their singles. I think so. You think they? Yeah, the for sale on the earth thing. Megadeth used that at one point. It was uh, it was one of the singles off Peace Cells. I think I'm not sure. Okay, all right. But who's buying? Um, the the con or the senator guy. He's like. Digging into Ted even more, he's like, why the fuck this guy? This doesn't make sense. This pardon could have only come down from the president because, I mean, you try to assassinate the Secretary of State, it's kind of a big deal. Um, so what the fuck? Uh, Shirley, go to the uh, Naval headquarters and get his uh, service records and then drop by the Department of Justice and get the uh, the court-martial records. I want to read this shit. And she's like, okie dokie. Walks he's out like, to her first- car. First, go ahead and spend 17 minutes walking to your car. Right, right, right. And then putting all your stuff away uh, inside of the car, put on your seatbelt, check your mirrors, look at your lipstick. Uh, you know what? Just Take- uh, dial some different tunes on the radio. Sure. Yeah. She had a lot of wind resistance in her defense from the shoulder pads. Oh, right. And that's why it took her so long to walk out to the car. <laughs> Uh, they're heavy, you know, that you're not getting that sleek transition of a nice rounded shoulder. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, it causes some issues. She and, she could have fallen down. And you got to go through doorways uh, sideways. Yeah. Because your shoulder pads. Yeah. Yeah. Slow. Uh, but she explodes. She gets blown yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Takes forever, but she blows up. <laughs> it took us forever, she too. Puts, puts her keys in slowly. Right. Uh, it's go time now. It's lock and load time. They're both suited up. Robert Zadar's got his shovels. Ted Pryor's got his quarters. 
There's even a shot of him picking up the quarters. <laughs> there is. This is the Rambo 2 uh, lock and load sequence. And Ted Pryor tapes his compass to his gun. Like, that's a sweet move that somebody like, oh, nobody's ever done that. And there's probably a reason. Right. That doesn't seem very practical. Yeah. You'd, I don't know. Because then you got to, like, hold your gun perfect. Right. When it's just so much easier to hold the compass. Right. <laughs> You tape a flashlight to a dum-dum. I really liked when Sedaris... Sedaris. Sedar uh, put on his Russian headband uh-huh. because you just know that the bottom of his face got bigger. That's why he <laughs> had to do it backwards so you see him tying it from the back because they're like, don't turn around. Like his head's a balloon. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like all the collagen got pushed down from your forehead. Oh, man, that's really mean. <laughs> <laughs> He died a couple years ago, didn't he? I don't think so. I think he's still alive. Uh, let's find out. I thought Robert Sadar died, and I thought we actually paid tribute to him on the show. Uh, but uh, my memory is uh, failing me. Yeah, he died in 2015. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to hurt his feelings. Um, they both enter the combat arena. They start looking for each other. They've got trackers on, so the handler's coming in over the, over Ted Pryor, and I guess Russia's got their own handler that's giving him guidance. And we all know that Russia is, once again, pointing out that Russia is fucking poor because they don't even have an implanted radio with right. their guy. Right. It, he has to use this old-fashioned, looks like a hearing aid. Right, which doesn't make any sense because in the briefing like it was like rocky four russia's got all this high tech shit and that's what they're focused on and then when it's time go time they don't even have as good a shit as what ted Pryor's got yeah pretty much yeah this isn't rocky four but then he has better stuff too like he gets shot and he just puts some gum in there and now he's like juiced not just not bleeding anymore but he's like all juiced out right (laughs) i don't know um Ted stops to set up some traps and uh, flirt with his handler. He's, he's coming around uh, to her and like, hey, baby, uh, I like the sound of your voice. Maybe we should meet up later. And she's like, hee, hee, hee. Um, they finally find each other and they start shooting at each other. Zadar leads with the shovel, misses. He, he wings, like, scratches him up a little bit. Uh, but both of these guys are terrible shots. It's like this watching is... stormtroopers. Yeah, no, Cobra... Uh, Cobra Commandos. Uh-huh. Shoot this good. Right. Yeah. Aim. Well, in the single combat with the world at fate, America chose a guy who just got beat up. Right. And Russia chose a, a guy who uses shovels for weapons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is about how their gunfight is going to go. Hey, hey, uh. Did we ever see if they've ever shot a gun before? Ooh. Oh, we should have looked into that. I know I know Zadar can wing a shovel pretty good, but uh, I don't know if he's ever fought a gun or saw it, like, ever seen one. Maybe that projection was the first time he ever saw one. Yeah, they're like, aren't these guys special forces? And somebody looks like, wait, special forces? Um, yes, that's what they are. <laughs> It's special forces is where I found these guys. (laughs) So Zadar tries to circle around and flank him, but uh, the Russians jam his signal. So now the uh, uh, prior's handler is like, I don't know where he is. I can't find him. And he's like, find him. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Uh, 
so she starts hacking through the the signal jamming. We've got some action typing here. Uh, but then Robert Zadar is right above him like the fucking predator. He's just hanging out up there like, oh, I have to wait for the perfect suspenseful time to leap down on you rather than just doing it. He was going to be on him. Or he's just sitting up there huffing like, oh, it's, I don't want to turn an ankle. <laughs> it's a, long, <laughs> it's, a really long it's way down. It's a ways down. Why didn't I just stay down on the ground and shoot him? Or fall on a shovel. Right? Or his keys. Um, oh, man. So Ted's laying on his back. And Robert Zadar steps over his trip line, and but Ted chucks a stick at it and blows him up. But he's not there. He pulled a Batman and vanished. So that really pisses Ted Pryor off. Not as bad as, no, somebody not giving him the microfilm, but he's pretty pissed. Right. <laughs> pisses me off. Uh, he gets a date, though, from this. She's like, uh, uh, or he's... Uh, if I make it out of this, you have to go on a date with me. And she's like, mm, okay. So he's got that to look forward to at least. And then she's so distracted by his sultry voice that she's not even paying attention anymore to the computer. She's just like staring at the wall. Uh, Oh, by the way, uh, now that we know that this guy is shooting at you, uh, he's right there. Yeah. uh, He also explains that the whole secretary of state thing was actually pretty similar to what he got charged with, except for he didn't shoot at the secretary of state those four guys that he killed, quote unquote, tried to assassinate the secretary of state and he got shot in the head, uh, but he's OK from it. And we that's all we get. That's the entire explanation. Why were those guys trying to kill the secretary of state? I thought like, that they were the all fuck? defending the secretary of state. And there was a roadblock with Captain Asshole's guys there. And Captain Asshole. The guy he doesn't like. Oh, yeah. Okay. And his guys were there, and he shot up Ted Pryor's team. Oh. And then Ted Pryor killed Captain Asshole's guys, thwarting the attempt at the Secretary of State's life. Uh, so wouldn't, like, the Secretary of State be like, because he didn't get assassinated, he could have been, been like, no, that guy was shooting at guys that were shooting at me. So it wasn't him. He couldn't see anything because his head was being pushed down by the Secret Service guy in the seat next to him. Or pushed Smell down. my farts! <laughs> <laughs> this is for your own safety. <laughs> Can't get in trouble for that. You still saved him. Yep. <laughs> Says I have to save you. Doesn't say I, ha- say I have to like you. But was it worth it? <laughs> yeah. If you're the Secretary of State, I'm still alive, but I regret every minute of it. <laughs> Got stink-faced. You got, oh, you got the old uh, safety helmet buttercup, huh? Yeah, happened to me a couple times. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, It's nighttime now. Zadar's found him. They're shooting at each other pretty poorly. Like, it's not just that they're bad aims. They're bad choosers of shooting time because they're both yeah. in cover, and they're only shooting when the other person is in cover. Like, hey, hide so I can shoot at you. They also just didn't bring enough bullets with them for this sort of gunfight. Right. Maybe that's why Zadar has to use the missile launcher right here. Because he pulls out a missile launcher and blows up Ted Pryor's bunker that he was hanging out in. And then Ted rigs a trap. Lures him into the trap by with his... Well, he's actually hurt, but 
Because he takes it. This is where his leg gets fucked up from the rocket launcher, right? No, that's that's later. He actually that's gets later shot gets later. shot. Okay. Yeah. Back. This is where he jumps out of the window. Right. And it looks like there's an explosion pretty close to him, but it's probably like 400 yards behind him. Right. Yeah. Um, The handler has uh, uh, gone into the general's office and found the tapes. Uh, we have to note that for later. Um, but morning comes back at uh, the tournament fight and uh, they found each other again. Zara is missed with another shovel. I don't know how he keeps fucking missing and why he's leading with these shovels. He's got a gun. What the fuck? But he finally gets shot in the arm, bandages it up with some gum, like Sam said, uh, and Ted gets shot in the leg and is crawling away. He's like, I got to get out of here. And Zadar's creeping in on him. So because after their third encounter, they've actually hit each other now. Right, right. Finally, both have been shot. But it seems like Ted's struggling more from getting shot than Robert Zadar, who just put some gum in it. Yeah, he's well. He's got Russian steroid gum. Uh-huh. Totally, it's good stuff. What happens when you chew Russian steroid gum? Your head explodes. <laughs> yeah, you've seen it. It's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you have some fresh breath. <laughs> sure. Uh, curiously strong gum. Kaboom. Um, <clears throat> so he's followed the blood trail of Ted Pryor crawling away. He follows it and it leads to the quarters. And it's so stupid. <laughs> he made a smiley face. What's stupid about that? It's really stupid, Jay. <laughs> it cost him ten dollars. <laughs> he like Oh, I know I'm gonna get in a situation where I gotta make a smiley. <laughs> so give me some quarters. Yeah. Who says money can't buy happiness? This smile only costs ten dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day, motherfucker. And he hits the mm-hmm. trigger, blows up the whole building that he was in. Uh, and so he's like, yeah, it's over, baby. And she's like, it's not over. He's still alive. What? There's no way he's alive. I blew up that whole building. And then we cut to Zadar. And he's got gross face now. It looks like burnt marshmallow. He's been burnt pretty bad. He's got uh, he's got the Kansas City uh, brisket char all down his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah. It was like his Two Face makeup was grape jelly, is what it looked like to me. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite was the uh, the mannequin that they had flying out of the building right before this shot. I didn't see it. Oh yeah, it was like just the stick figure thing that was like, Arr! and it came out of the roof. Was it supposed to be Robert Zadar? Yeah, getting blown uh, to safety. Yeah, through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It wasn't a good blown to safety because he would have been killed going through the roof and then hitting the ground. I can see my house from here. (laughs) So dumb. Uh, Ted's walking around trying to find him. He gets gun butted in the face. It's his trainer, the guy that he doesn't like from the beginning. And he's going to shoot Ted. He's like, time to die, motherfucker. But Robert Zadar's like, no, he's my guy. Chucks sh- one of his shovels and finally gets somebody with one of them and kills the trainer. It was an apt way for this guy to die. But death by shovel? Yeah. Death by shovel, yeah. Because he was supposed to be this great war hero that had uh-huh. all these medals and shit, but you just got fucking garden hosed, okay? Bam. That's a Ginsburg. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not funny anymore. I, I, I think only... 
I think only RBG can do Ginsburn's Jackie. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he's dead by shovel. Uh, so now they look at each other, and, and I thought that they were going to hug it out here. But instead, Zadar's like, now we fight without guns. And they start fighting. They start fighting without guns. And it's not near as good as a Ted Fritz fight, unfortunately. No. Yeah, it's not. But what's good for this movie is it's it, it maintains the exact spirit and tone that the rest of the film has. It takes forever. <laughs> it takes forever. <laughs> There's several rounds. Uh, both of them go down several times, uh, sometimes via hijinks, sometimes via just casual... Uh, being lax in your fighting style. At one point, uh, Ted tries to pull the same maneuver that he used to get his butt kicked in the prison, and Robert Zadar just picks him up by his head and chucks him. Uh, and then it all comes down to Ted kicking Robert Zadar in the balls, which doesn't hurt him immediately. Uh, and then he gets that weird pain in his side and falls over. Yeah. After he punches him out, he realizes, oh, no, he gave me the rabies touch to my nuts. It takes a <laughs> while to to get there, but it gets you. So he goes down. Yeah, they both have gone down. They're both laid out. The handler back at base, she's been relieved. And this new guy comes in and she's like, what the fuck? And uh, Ted and Zadar roll over. They make peace. They're like. Uh, fuck war, dude. This is stupid. Why are we doing this? Fuck all this shit. Let's just hang out. But the general's like, no, we got to blow these sons of bitches up. So he orders a countdown to blow up the whole zone. And it explodes right before or right after Ted notices that there's bombs everywhere. So I, they think they're dead. But they're not. They're not. No, uh, general sitcom grandpa meets with William Smith. <laughs> he, was a, he was a bad cast. <laughs> he was a bad cast. Like, standing next to William Smith is like, dude, what? You're not diabolical. You're you're the you're somebody's butler. Yeah, you're you're the grandpa that sells jam in the commercials. <laughs> He'll give you a Werther's original. Yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah. Oh my god. Um and the, the, so William Smith and this guy go to where the battle zone was at and they meet there and they're like, uh, pretty good outcome, huh? And they're both pretty satisfied with things. But then Ted and Zadar walk up and they're like, we're, see, we're not dead. I guess they ripped their trackers out of their bodies with their hands while being exploded in midair. No, they probably just because of the, all of the, uh, real fine detail that both governments have going been going through. Yeah. Both of them are like, well, I guess that's it. Yep. Job's done here. Didn't bother to check to see if they were actually dead. They're still blipping on the computer. Fine. There's just nobody at the computer. Right. <laughs> the only person left at the Pentagon is copying their butt. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, well, how about we just kill you guys? And, and then the fucking senator shows up because he knew where the battle arena was at. He's like, uh, not on my watch. I've got two FBI guys with me, and they're going to arrest you, General, for the murder of my uh, secretary. And But he doesn't know her name. But I don't remember her, her name at all. Sorry. I just called her shoulder pads behind her back. <laughs> and I said, 
Thank you. Good job, Mrs. My Secretary. <laughs> I'll miss you forever. So they arrest the general. They got the tape from his handler. She shows up and she's like, oh, hey, mm, hi. And he's like, oh, 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 oh. and then Robert Starr goes, just looks at Bill Smith and Bill Smith says something that is totally in- unintelligible. And Robert Starr just walks off frame. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm not then- a toy. Is that what he said? Yeah. I'm a human being. No, that's what he said to both of the generals when they were walking up. Yeah. And at the end, he just fucks off. Uh, but later, they're all pals, and they're at the fucking, I guess, the Justice Department or the fucking Supreme Court or wherever, and they're like, hey, well, that all worked out. And they walk down arm in arm like it's fucking Indiana Jones and, and what's or what's her name from fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. And they're sure. gonna all going to go on a date. How yeah, long did this gonna... take? Because he doesn't have burn face anymore. He doesn't have burn face anymore. I think that it was just some shoddy explosives that covered him with uh, with grape jam. It's it's a, a prank bomb. <laughs> it's a comedy yeah. bomb. <laughs> oh, okay. Got but if your eyes old, are open, uh... you could take some serious injury from it. Yeah, you got uh, fake dog poop and those uh, Groucho Marx glasses and comedy bombs. Yeah. Comedy bombs, yes. <laughs> Needed to get a wet washcloth and clean off that jam. Uh, they're all going out to dinner. Yay! They're all friends. They're all gonna uh, bang later. Yeah, that's my first question. So, and, any chance of a three-way? <laughs> I think the chances are high. <laughs> I, I think the too. chances of a casserole afterward are even higher. <laughs> yep i I think that this is gonna happen. I don't know where to start with questions about the plot on this. What the fuck happens? Like, what the fuck happens? Doesn't the world still end in nuclear winter? I Like, is it over? Because they've already shot off the, the missiles. So wouldn't that mean that Sam's right? We would already be having nuclear fallout. Right. And people would be losing their hair and looking like trash. Oh, wait, that's just Alabama. Ooh. Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's Houston this month. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's okay because this film was shot in Alabama. So, you know, that would be accurate, actually. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't fucking understand what happens. And even, like, even if there was a resolution, like, what a bunch of bullshit. Like, oh, we'll just stop doing war because, you know, we could have, we could play chess that's not how it's not like i know it seems maybe like countries just want to have war all the time and maybe some do like certain countries that we live in but for the most part war is like i want that land or i want your stuff not like oh yeah i'm tougher than you are yeah it's become a hang down competition we get we need access to parmistan because of their ripe satellite fields right yeah, exactly. So you gotta you gotta invade Parmistan. You can't just be like, "Oh, I I beat you at Madden, so fucking hand it over, Buster." <laughs> best two out of three. Best two out of three. Yeah. Oh, that's only fair. <laughs> I still get to be the Broncos, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can be you can be the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Ah, uh, boy. Um, yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense, this movie. And I don't think anything gets resolved. No. Other than 
that Ted Pryor has a girlfriend now. Right. Whose flesh is going to start falling off of her because of nuclear fucking winter. <laughs> and they won't be able to tell whether that's part of the tuna casserole or not. <laughs> Screw it. Just eat it. Yep. Yep. Hey, is that pubes? Yep. It's me. Uh, that's that's actually my crotch fell into that. <laughs> yep. So here's a weird question. If you're going to have a hang down contest, wouldn't you want the oldest man you could find? Because you could count mm. the balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that how it, I don't like, know how it works. Like, I guess that guy wins, but what do you win? Longest <laughs> balls. <laughs> Yay. There's a trophy and everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how we decide world domination now. There's a trophy and a and a fortune cookie that says you should buy briefs now. <laughs> it's, it's time. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. What the fuck, man? Who's next? Who's got questions? So Robert Zadar is just a citizen of America now. I think so. He said he had diplomatic immunity. That doesn't mean that you get to so live it. Like, yeah. And also, diplomatic immunity applies to the root word diplomats. Hmm. Yeah. So, can you kill hookers if you have diplomatic immunity? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yep. Diplomatic immunity is kind of bullshit. Yeah, it's uh, ooh, it's a real slippery slope. Yeah, lethal weapon too. You know. Hmm. I need to be a diplomat. Doesn't uh, where do I sign up? Doesn't uh. Oh, yeah. Diplomatic immunity. And then he shoots him in the brain and he's like, it's been revoked. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, that's what Murtaugh right. says. <laughs> Murtaugh's awesome. It's been. Wait, that's my family's boat. <laughs> I love I love those movies. They're so stupid. They're um, so stupid, but you can just watch them. You can. That's yeah, the you thing. You watch, watch the first one. You got to watch the next three. It just happens. Yep. Yeah. Okay, uh, I guess, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. This is the, this is I, one of I the dumbest movies we've ever done. have one more question. Okay. When the senator comes at the end and he's like, I've thwarted your multi-international schemes, da-da-da-da-da. I brought these FBI guys with me. Are those, isn't that above their pay grade? Shouldn't he be bringing somebody else there? Uh, no, I, I think when it comes to that, the FBI does that. Like, uh, right. you know, they arrested Roger Stone, the FBI. Well, if you want oh, it fucked they? up, you go with ATF. Well, yeah, if you want it, if you Boom, want it. Ruby Ridge. Yeah, if you want a shit show, we'll talk about that on Wednesday, Jack. Yeah, he's um, like, I brought these two guys from the ATF, and then they start doing three Stooges things to each other, just punching <laughs> each other in the balls. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think I think the FBI arrests politicians. I think that's who does that. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, <coughs> it's uh, it's the CIA who buys politicians. Hey, oh, why was he? It would be military police or something like that because he's a general. Oh, oh yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, uh, fuck, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, he's he's not really a general. He plays one on TV, so who cares? Then they take all of his Werther's originals out of his pockets, yeah. and they're like, we'll confiscate these, no, old man. those are my hard candies. <laughs> I need those. Um, hey, would anybody want to see my balls? <laughs> they're really, it's a hangout contest. Look at the pubes on that one. I'm going to miss out on the, the hangdown tournament next week. 
Um, yeah, I could never go to jail because I would get the shit kicked out of me. You think? Because I would just be so fucking rude because I would just start laughing and somebody would be like, what are you laughing at? I'd be like, you're saggy titties, bitch. <laughs> I'd just sit there and laugh my ass off and they'd be beating me to death. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd still be laughing because I'd be like, look at him sway. <laughs> death by comedy. <laughs> oh my God, a nipple hit me in the eye. <laughs> I cannot go to prison. No, you cannot. You wouldn't make it. Um, are we ready to do final recommendations here? Yeah. Okay. Sam, let's start with you. It's his movie. So let's start with him. Okay. Uh, yes, it is a do. I would say, though, if you've seen it recently, I don't know that I'd do it again yet. Okay. They think that it's like, if you've never seen it, definitely do. If you have seen it and you're going to show it to some people that haven't, do. But if you're like, oh, I don't remember if it's... I kind of remember this being boring. Should I watch it? No, it's kind of boring. Okay. Jackie? I'm going to give it a do. Okay. I thought it was funny. And I like to see Ted Pryor act like an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which he does a fantastic job of. Sure does. Sure does. Um, I'm going to give it a do, too. It's not great. It's not It's not great, guys. Um, It is tedious. It's very slow and kind of boring. But it is... One of the dumbest things I've ever seen, like not thought out in any way in like every scene, not just the plot, but like just small vignettes of the plot is stupid, like just not smart in any way. So if you like dumb, this is as bad as dumb as it gets. But, uh, you know, six out of ten for me. So it's just over the hump. But uh, it's. A riffer's paradise, though, because of yeah. its long gaps and right. stupid shit. So if you're in, if you have one where you get, there's a bunch of people there and you're doing a bad movie night, nobody's seen it. Yeah, this one. If you do the riffing, this is the this is the this is like a prime rib for riffers right here. Right. Yeah. yeah which is probably why it's one of MST3K's most popular episodes. Because <laughs> I haven't seen that version. Yeah, we should probably check that at some point. It's it's. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's. Awesome. Hopefully, they didn't do our same pube joke. What do you think the chances <laughs> on that? In the prison fight joke. Yeah. 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 Pretty out of character for them. Um. Next week is Jackie's pick. Uh. What are we gonna do? I'm torturing you guys with a movie that was uh suggested to me by a neighbor. Okay. It is on Disney Plus. Okay. So if you have Disney Plus, um, and it's called Cat in Space. Nope, that's not what not it's called. The, the cat from outer space? Yeah, yeah the cat from outer space. The cat from I outer used space. to love this movie when I was a kid. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I was like eight, though. Right. So we know this how is, that goes, is, Sam. Yeah. Oh. So it might be good, too. <laughs> I have never seen it, but the few things that I was told about it made me laugh my ass off. And so I was like, we got to go down this road. Yeah. I got to go check it out. Yeah. So that will be next week. We'll have another Corona Sode on Thursday for you. And uh, I hope you guys have a great week and remember to get into the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.